Well, hello there, listeners, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Faux Real. This episode is in partnership with World of Fruit. World of Fruit is a deliciously interactive, fruit-themed pop-up exhibition where all of your senses are nourished. See, smell, and taste your way through eight incredible rooms that you must seed to believe. From our watermelon swings to our dragon fruit pool, every step is a new wonder to behold. Come sample our tropical fruits from around the world and taste our scrumptious amazeballs, which are all vegan and oh-so-yummy. As seen on KTLA and in the LA Times, World of Fruit is located in the heart of West Hollywood, California, at Melrose and La Brea, just across from the world-famous Pink's Hot Dogs. If you are looking for a healthy and fun, family-friendly place to celebrate July 4th, we are open from noon to 6 p.m. for the holiday. Tickets are also available for dates through October 2019 at worldoffruit.co. But, as a special treat for faux real listeners, you can get 15% off your entire ticket purchase by using the code WOFFRIENDS at checkout. What a delicious deal! So head to worldoffruit.co to get your tickets today. And if you'd like a sneak peek at your fruitational adventure, check us out on Instagram at worldoffruitco. Before we get too far into this episode, I do have a shameless plug. I will be hosting and doing stand-up at the Page 71 Lounge in Studio City, California on July 7th at 7 p.m. Come see me and an incredible lineup of hilarious comics as we take the stage for Spotlight Sundays. That's the Page 71 Lounge in Studio City, California. Don't miss a minute. I know I've been absent for a while, and you've had to trudge through this entire year so far without a new episode, and there are a number of reasons for that. Mainly, I needed to take some time to get my mental marbles back in the bag and make sure that everything upstairs is up to par so that I can keep making this show for you in the best way possible. As obligatory as the phrase me time has become over the past few years, it really is important to take some every now and again. We all go through some pretty serious trials in this vast eternity of life that passes us in the blink of an eye. It's important to get to know yourself well enough to know when you need a break and who to turn to when you break down. There's no need to be embarrassed or ashamed just means you're human. And even if you're not human, even Alf and E.T. need to work on themselves sometimes. Poor Alf is still fighting that cat addiction of his. My guest has had his fair share of putting the pieces back together to find the power of self. Judah Holiday is a singer-songwriter from Miami by way of the Bronx. He began playing drums at age seven, then soon after the guitar, exploring melody and range from a very early age. He wrote his first song at age 14 and never looked back musically, later finding friendship as well as a writing and producing partner in Kevin Rudolph, with whom he has recorded much of his recent and forthcoming songs. Inspired by the heartful music of artists like Neil Young and James Taylor, Judah's music has a feel-good energy that lifts the soul as its notes touch the ear. I am so very excited to have him on as a guest today. 
make sure you stick around for the whole episode to hear some of Judah's music, which he graciously played for us. Without further ado, here we go with my very special guest, Judah Holiday. Uh, so welcome, Judah Holiday, Thank to you. Faux Real. We're uh, we're in an all new uh, podcasting space today, upstairs in the uh, La Brea Tower. So, nice. so this this is kind of cool. It's a lot more open than when our, where I'm usually at. So that's uh, I know you have no idea what I'm talking about. No, I'm, I'm mean, going to cut can't... all this out. <laughs> no, no. Welcome. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You got some really cool music. I listen to your singles. I watch your videos. You have a really melodic sound. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm good. You know, we came in yesterday and a little uh, a little tired, but excited to be here and, you know, just grinding and, and trying to make things happen. Always. You know, it's hard. It's really hard work. And I didn't realize how hard it was until I was like 100% all in. It's just so hard. So hard, like beyond money. Like money can't buy any of this. It's literally like just constant persistence and that's what it is like that you know what i mean like every second of every single day right and and it's it takes a toll on you in every capacity of your being it's it's mental it's physical it becomes biological it becomes physiological it becomes spiritual totally it all hits you and sometimes it hits you all at once right and those are the days you wake up and you go holy crap man i mean there's that thought where you're like I'm so glad to be doing this. Right. And at the exact same moment, holy crap, I am exhausted. <laughs> I just woke up and I feel like I've lived three months in a moment. Totally. Yeah. I went through something like that yesterday. Yeah. Because like I'm a lot of times like I'll get paranoid about moments and wonder if like things are right or where they're headed and then will advance and, and be in like, you know, in LA doing a bunch of things and having a bunch of these press things scheduled. And like, you know, I, I, I forgot that like, it took like months to get even to this, you know, point. So, so I've got my manager, Josh, who comes with me everywhere, also my best friend. So it's easier for me because I'm not all there emotionally stable. You know, I'm more, I'm more of a weak link when it comes to like emotions and stuff like that, so that is not weak, my friend. That well, is strong. I mean, that is that is strength and numbers. Strong it's to, good to, have to a recognize friend. if you have. It you really know. is, and so. uh, and it's good of him to be here. Yeah, and and we appreciate it because sure. uh, every everyone needs a pal. Yeah, and um, and a and a whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Where did you uh, Where did you come in from? From Miami. So I live in Miami. I moved there in 2010 from New York City, which was just way too insane. From the Bronx. From the Bronx. Yeah. Um, it was just too much going on. You know, too many honking horns and like speeding trains and buses and all that stuff. And I ended up um, getting out of a, a marriage very quickly that I probably shouldn't have been in from the get go, but. Had I not gone through that experience, I probably wouldn't have had the, um, you know, the capacity to handle what I can handle now. So 
I decided to scoot out of the city and into a more like tame and, and, and recognizable environment. Miami is like a place where I would vacation with my family a lot and it, it just seemed like a good choice to go. It wasn't so far from where everyone was. I went there and, and you know started figuring things out, what I wanted to do, what type of music I wanted to really hone in on and I was very, very bad for so long. Like I was <laughs> absolutely just dreadful and like I couldn't understand why people don't see what I saw. Like what I saw inside was like this passion to do. But, and, I, and, and my passion like blinded my, or my, like blinded my eyesight and hearing and like it didn't enable me to hear how bad the music was, but it got better throughout the years. But I didn't care how good or bad I was. I just knew that this is what I wanted to do. And when you feel that comfortable with, with, with like what you're supposed to do, I don't think it matters how good or bad you are because there's just no other option. Absolutely. So. You got to put your art where your heart is. Right. I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Oh, no, no wow. Cool. Here, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it, does it go all the way up? You got a, it you does. got a full it, sleeve? I do, I do. Well, no, what they call, I guess, a, quart, a quarter, a quarter sleeve. sleeve. Okay. It's really not a quarter sleeve. It's really a half sleeve. Okay. A quarter sleeve would be here, right? Right. If we were to cut this thing. Unless you got, you know, octopus arms. Right, no, yeah. I'm just up till here for now. That's and, cool. And it's just a, you know, a blend of, of things that I was too, you know, forgive me if I derail this. I'm very <laughs> good at this. You know? That's all the show is. Okay, great. <laughs> This All I like, know how to this do is, is like go a safety off on a zone tangent. For, for oh my God, patients. you have no idea. <laughs> God, that's great. But, you know, I decided to begin, uh, you know, getting some artwork on my body that really portrays what I, you know, what I really love. I love flowers. I used to be too embarrassed to talk openly about loving flowers because of all the there's hate out there. And I just didn't want to go through the Flower judgment. Hate. And, right, exactly. Um, and, and at a certain point, I was just like, this is me, you know, like I, I don't, I, like I, I worried about it so much that it got to a point where I was just like so tired of worrying about it. I was just like, here's the first one. I was just like, fuck it. Yeah, screw you all. And I, and I just, and <laughs> I'm I just. I'm getting it all the way up, up, baby. Quarter yeah, sleeve. Quarter sleeve, me, you know. Kiss and, my petunias. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's. That's awesome. It's been a cool ride, especially being in Miami and. Yeah. You know, meeting, um, you know, I met my wife down here seven years ago. and That's wonderful. You know, she's great. She's very supportive. And right when we got married is when I really decided to drop everything and hit the ground running. And, and again, it was off to like a very, very slow start. But I think I'm here now, at, you know, talking to you or in L.A. doing different press. Because like, because there's just no other option for me. And I really believe that it's less about luck and more about like deciding what you want to do and just not taking no for an answer, just being persistent. There's so many people like while I'm here, I just, I don't mind being that guy that just blows up your phone until you answer and until <laughs> I see you. Like that's just who I am and that's what's helped me, you know, get Kevin on my record, you know, Kevin Runoff. Like he and I are close friends, but you really need to have a, capacity to just like not really care so much about what others think and it might sound easy for me to say just because it's like an innate quality I have of just being a pain in the ass but it's important you know and it's okay to be shameless as long as you're propelling yourself forward right you know nothing wrong with being persistent and assertive 
because if you don't speak up, no one will ever hear your voice. And you, you really do a lot with your voice. You're a vocalist, and you've been doing that for a long time. And you also play piano. You're a guitarist. That's right. Yeah. So uh, you, got, you really got a lot going on. Yeah. I want to talk about some of your singles. Sure. So Good Life, as you mentioned, was, uh, was co-written with... Co-written and produced by Kevin. Kevin. Yep. Awesome. And, um, and, and also a good friend of mine, Vito Ashford, was a co-producer, too, on that song. Awesome. And how did you meet up with him? With Vito? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vito is just a, another Miami producer that I, I was working with in the very beginning, and, and we did a few demos of the song prior to meeting Kevin and, and realizing, like, wow, this song could really sound like how it sounds now. Um, but one of the pieces that I decided to keep was the drop in the song, which Vito wrote. I'm also like the type of person that like nobody nobody knows what what other drops we are considering. So like, why not give Vito a cut on the record? You know what I mean? Like it just so I'm very like fair like that. So Vito co-produced it. Like who knows what'll happen? So you know what I mean? So I met him. We're good friends. And then Kevin just like destroyed that record. He's just like. When we went to the mixing session, mixing is like amazing, an amazing experience being able to hear things so clearly. But what it really does is it really allows you to hear how amazing the producer is. And Kevin's just a beast. It's like weird, it's scary. I'm always intrigued by the mixing. One of the things that sort of drives me crazy about this show is the editing, because as much as I like to hear my own voice, and I do, hearing it that much, like over and over and over, right. and cutting out all of my thousands of uhs and ahs right just it's it's bombarding and it could cloud you it ruins like the, yeah yeah so I, that, I was that's really nice to have have a guy uh, have a guy i just heard this on the way here i said let me listen to this and one of the things that you said was you <laughs> thanked the 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 engineer for being here every because, time yeah that's what and i and i and that's like staying till the end of the credits in the theater you know what i mean not the first people who I like, uh, so. because I'm lost I'm lost without the engineer thank right. you Alex uh, thank you Alex <laughs> seriously I don't this uh, this show doesn't exist with without my awesome engineers and and I because I, I just don't I just don't have that skill I could I could adapt it I could acquire it right. but uh, but I got other things to do exactly so I'd rather pay them uh, money to do it for me Totally. And they, they're going to do a much better job for sure. It's like 100%. <laughs> Every time. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So we. Um, Thanks for checking it out. I appreciate that. Yeah, of that. course. Yeah. Um, you know, but, but I wrote the song Good Life in Rehab um, or elements of it in rehab. I went to rehab for Adderall abuse. If I derail into that, just bring me back on track. I'd love to hear Captain. about it, honestly. Um, happy to talk about whatever you want. Uh, but essentially, wrote about how I envision my life. Uh, sober and and most people don't realize how 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 much uh, prescription drugs and I'm not I'm not a prescription medication advocate or anti any of that I'm simply just talking about the effects of Adderall it had on me how it had on me but my life is like a complete I have a new life essentially out of, after I've come out of rehab I was on um, you know I was on some form of stimulant since I was eight. So I was brought up to believe that I, by, by the doctors I visited, because my parents were of a very supportive family up until now. Like the people I spoke to before I came in was my wife, my mom, my dad. And, you know, when you're a parent, I'm a parent to two dogs. 
you know, and I don't know what I, it'll, I don't know what it'll be like when we have kids, but like I can't imagine loving more than I love right now. So, but the point is, it was um, it was very hard to to like to go in and be apart from them. Like I don't like being alone. I don't like working alone. I don't like writing alone. Like you know, Josh is an excellent writer. Also, like half the time, like I'll come up with like a hook of a song and just be like, Josh, I'm out of here. Like, just write the words. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't want to do things anymore, like alone by myself. So uh, the point is, is that had I not gotten help and had my family not intervened at the time that they did, there's like a high chance that I not only wouldn't be here, you know, at where I am now, but like, who knows? It, it was just a really hard thing. And it's, and the hardest part was really following doctor's orders because like that's what you're supposed to do and it was just it it gave me a very um clouded judgment of myself and my self-esteem growing up it made me feel that I couldn't really accomplish things on my own without this magic pill like from Limitless with Bradley Cooper right and you know like and and now I'm like you know nine months clean from that substance. Congratulations. And thank you. And it's like, you know, I have my moments of forgetfulness, but there's nothing compares to how it was before. And I'm just happy now. That's awesome. Man. So cool. That's, it really is. The doctors were prescribing it to you at this totally. young age? At this young age. It was a form of For ADHD? Or? So not ADHD. It was more ADD. So, so just a quick, the funny thing is that patients that are hyperactive, have a paradox effect with stimulants. It calms them down and does not make them wired. So all the people like in college who take it, they take it because they, you know, they want to get high. They want to feel like, and it feels good. Obviously we wouldn't take it, but it's, it's not, that's not how it's meant to be taken. And I think that people who have ADD are, are being prescribed it and it's the wrong thing because you're not, it's one of the, one of the side effects that it doesn't get, tell you that you feel like this euphoric state and like the way that they describe, you know what I mean? Your heart might, might race, but all of the elements that, so, so it's just not, it's just not good. It's really not good. And there are, without trying to sound so like, like an activist, cause I'm really not, cause I like to just mind my well, own no, business. But you've lived way. through it. I've lived through it. And, and it's, is just very dangerous. I mean, what, what ended up happening was my blood tests, like my liver, I mean, my kidneys were in such dehydration that like, I was like on the way out, literally. And, and I felt, I mean, I felt as normal as one could feel in that state. And, and you know, I spent three days in the hospital and it was just like, it was scary, but the scariest part was feeling okay, but seeing like blood results saying like you're there uh, but why do I feel here? It's just, it's very, it's a, it's a very big problem. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I have the strength to like, not, you know, go anywhere near it. And I, I let everybody know, including the people I work with professionally, like you, because like, it's just to my benefit. Like, I don't know, maybe we'll go to a party sometime. And like, you know, and you're the only person I know. And I'm like, look, everyone's doing Adderall in the bathroom. I need you to help me out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got you, man. I appreciate I, it. I got you. So. I, I'm ready to go to this party. Me too. Um, I was just talking to somebody about a rave yesterday. Oh. I have yet to, like, I've been to two raves on set, but I've never been to an actual rave. Right. So neither. if you're up. I mean, I'm up. 
Okay, let's go. Talk You're in Josh. town. Yeah, I mean, let's make it, it happen. Yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. Uh, no, no Adderall. I will share with you. I've been on my my own share of antidepressants mm -hmm. over the years, and uh, I've I've been told many times that I need to take this or that, and I've tried this or that. It will help clear symptoms, but it doesn't. It doesn't. doesn't hit the it problem. doesn't. It really doesn't. It no. really, truly does not. And um, and then I come back down to that to that state where I'm, you know, trying to dig myself back out of my own grave and, and inside of my thoughts. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I just really, when it comes down to it, I gotta, I gotta rely on my community. I gotta, For I sure. gotta rely on my, on my confidants and, uh, just, uh, I gotta, I gotta trust them. I gotta get into my music and, uh, totally. you know, help let it pull me back from the brink. Right. Growing up, did you have a song or a band or an artist that that really helped pull you from the muck? I mean, I I wasn't as much in the muck when I was younger right, because you, I was always at, yeah because I was always um, you know on some stimulant. But I remember listening to Hanson. Mbop. Mbop. Cool. I remember listening to um, you know uh, so like. Yeah, a lot of Matt Carney and Gavin DeGraw. Awesome. And, you know, they're they're very big um, inspirations to my like to my current melodic approaches to 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 this sort of like hybrid um, singer songwriter at times trappy stuff that whatever it is like I don't know what my genre is I don't you know but and that's okay because nothing wrong can, with that you know, so. But really, like the mainstream, mainstream pop is what was on repeat. But you know, Gavin and Matt Carney are my go-to guys for a lot of things. I'm not great with sitting with my emotions and like sitting and just like feeling bad. So I never like was like, okay, oh, I'm sad right now. Let me go put on a Coldplay song or whatever. You know what I mean? It was like, I hate feeling this way. Let me go do something distracting, like you know, bumper cars or whatever it is, you know, to just like not feel that way. I never was one to just sit and sort of sit with my emotions. And that's why I think it, I, I've learned to like push those things off because of the medication I've been given and I too partake in anti-anxiety and like, but what I realized was, and just a piece of advice, just because now we're so close, so. Right, absolutely. You know, it's very hard for us to, to, to be in the situation that we're in, having to take this. And the way I see it, like, I'd much rather coast, even if I don't have every answer solved. If I can get to a, a point where I am right now, which is just like, there are things that could be better, but like the majority are so good, I have, you know, like, I have a house, I have a family, I have dogs, I, everyone's here, like, look what I'm doing, like, it's like, can I say what time it is? It's like 1.15 on Monday, and we're <laughs> yeah. like, is it Monday? Tuesday, Tuesday 1.15 on a Tuesday, and we're like, doing a podcast right now, I'm, we're not I'm, like, I'm either three days ahead or four right, days exactly. behind, I, can, so I like, can't get it right either. <laughs> so the point is, is that we don't need to figure everything out, and if you get to a comfort zone where you are, and by the way, I wouldn't have guessed that you were on anything because you seem extremely happy. I'm not currently right now. Um, and, right, okay. I've, I've got some awesome shields up. I've That's got, great. I've got, uh, 
you know, Star Trek Next Generation shields up right That's now. That's great. I've, I've, uh, so, I mean, maybe that's <laughs> I've built thing. a lot of them up over the years. That's so. awesome. But yeah, yeah, we can't figure everything out. But as long as, you know, for me, um, I like to be comfortable and, you know, but bring me back. We we all we all do. It's uh it's just you know it's always a trial to uh, to get there. We got a lot of um, life is hard, man. Life's hard. <laughs> Can I uh, go for this? Absolutely. Okay. Do whatever you like, man. All right, it's cool, man. it's a party on this show. You yeah, do whatever the hell you want. Okay, cool. As I was saying, I, I listen to your music. I, I watched the uh, the video for Good Life. I really liked the um, the lyric. I've been learning how to love these imperfections. Staring back, all I got is my reflection. That really speaks, after what you just shared with me, I think that really speaks volumes of not, not only your music and your art and your passion, but your entire being. Like, I Thank think you. that really, I, I know that you, you say you feel like you enjoy coasting, but mm -hmm. in your music, I can tell that you are really propelled inspired by the tribulations that you have overcome you know what I i'm am. saying and that and that really comes through awesome in in your vocals you know thank what I'm you saying? i'm glad that you were able to get that out of it i yeah. you know i you know it's it's hard it's hard like it's like it's like it's an emotional thing to even to even talk about because it's like there are i i've completely um just let everything like let my guard down like i it's so much it's so easy to be me you know and just if people you know if people don't like what it is well then i mean it's not for everybody but like i'm pursuing something that's true to myself like i've been in the situations that i've been in i'm and i and i want to share it with anybody that's willing to listen and and you know to be able to connect like that on a creative level also, because it, you know, is, is something that's important. I think that's what musicians try and do is, the key part though is, the reason I like it is I'm not, I'm just speaking what's in my heart. And the fact that I could connect with somebody without trying to modify it too much to be in this direct way, like that, that's, that's awesome. Like that's, that's my goal. So I, I feel that way with that lyric that I said, because it took a while to, to accept myself for who I am and to realize that, you know, I may always have these, you know, thoughts of wanting to, um, you know, just anything, anything that, whether impulsive things or, you know, being unsure of, of, of myself and whether or not I'm, um, headed in the right direction like there's just always going to be these various um roadblocks but as long as i don't you know as long as i just speak the truth then like that's always like a good thing to do the truth will set you free <laughs> yeah that's what it's all about it man. is yeah. absolutely and it feels good like and, and it's nice to 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 be accepted um for it because because it was looked at as very problematic growing up. And only now am Same. I... Same. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag <Right>? mood. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was the most stereotypical nerd that you can ever... I mean, I still am, but uh, now I, I wear it proudly, you know. I got right. the, the flag waving off my back. But, I mean, if you've, if you've seen it in a movie, it happened to me. I got swirlies. I got stuffed in lockers. Like, you know, wow. I, I, I get like, uh, you know 
pushed in the middle of the hallway by, uh, you know, somebody walking right. by. That stuff happened to me all the time. It, it took a, it's, it's, it's still, it's still like, you know, I, I, I see those moments replaying right. on, on the record and, and it, those notes bring me right back to, right. I gotta, I gotta put those shields up you, and, yeah, exactly. you know, just blast forward. Glad that you, uh, you know, have the power to do that. It's a huge jump, you know, from just like thinking like, oh, this is happening to me after, you know, what can I do? Like, no one's going to do it for you, you know, like not a chance. You just no. got to like, you know, and, and, and thank, you know, I, thank God I, you know, I'm young enough to where like I was able to sort of like figure this out now. Like I've hopefully so, so much more time to like really experience this stuff clear headed and not, you know, cloudy. For sure. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you want to be playing? What venues? Who do you want to be working with? Tell me your dreams, man. I'm going to tell you my dreams. Okay. Um, like in five, you mean it's going to take five years to get there? Not, yeah. not at all. Well, six <laughs> months from now. <laughs> I mean, I want to be able to play for a, like a, a, a few hundred people that, that'll sing my music back to me. That's really my dream. It's not so much bigger than that. It's just like really doing this groundwork to the point where I could reach a significant amount of people so that, so that, so that I could meet like people like, you seem like a fan of mine, right? I mean Absolutely. like, so like to be able to, like a hundred people, like cool. this is the, and then they say good life back, whatever. I have, I have at least a hundred fans of the show, so <laughs> check. Check, sick. So, um, you know, and uh, a place that I've always wanted to play um, was um, the Greek Theater in L.A. Awesome. And also the, um, uh, the Troubadour. Excellent venue. You know, and um, intimate, small, yeah. but just means so much to, like, the ride that this has been. Like, more than, you know, amphitheater stuff. You know, mm -hmm. like... Red Rocks or even Jones Beach in New York. It's like, I used to play at CBGB Gallery in New York and stuff like that. Like, and that's like a step below, you know, Roxy stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, you know, but so playing a show like at the Greek or, 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 or at, is Roxy still around, right? Oh yeah, the Roxy's Roxy, still yeah. around. Like stuff like that. It just reminds me of like when I was, it, it reminds me when I was in my, you know, teens and like watching people like, um, I don't know, like Ryan Cabrera, you know, like oh, 10 yeah. years ago, like just doing his thing. And, you know, on the way down, he had that hit, um, you know, even like Ashley Simpson, you know, 10 years ago. Wow, like, there's a name I haven't heard in a minute. Right. You know, but those are like all the people that I like looked up to. And I was like, I want to be like them. You know, I want to do what they're doing. But I didn't have like, I just didn't, some people are gifted and they have like this stuff happen quicker, but that's not luck. That just it happened a little quicker. Like for me, like I was a late bloomer, you know, like I took me some time to get comfortable talking to girls and now like, you know, I'm fine with it. But the point is, is that. I think your wife would agree. <laughs> Whether or not that does happen, um, as long as I don't quit, I'll, I'll never know if it won't, you know? I love that. So, absolutely. Try and keep it like that. Well, 
Uh, you'll be playing the Greek soon enough. Weird Al's going to be there uh, <laughs> in, uh, really? in August. I'm still trying to get tickets. I'm, uh, wow. I'm pretty stoked about it. That's it. I love the Greek, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you'll be there for sure. I hope so. Yeah. One That's day. coming. I'll see you backstage <laughs> then. Okay, great. I, I love backstage passes. <laughs> What's a great concert that, that you've attended? A great concert that I've attended was a, uh, a show in Orlando that Andy Grammer put on. Oh, nice. He's a native of L.A. Yeah. I, I remember when his song, Keep Your Head Up, was hitting the radio waves in 2010. Yeah. I would stand in my apartment like a you know teenage girl staring in front of the mirror, playing Keep Your Head Up, playing guitar, <laughs> um, and singing the song and pretending that I was living what he's doing, and now I'm living what he's doing, 10 years later, basically. But it takes time, you know, everyone's different, but, but his show, the reason I loved his shows because I knew every single song, I got to meet him. He was like, wow. he was really nice, you know, wasn't, it was just awesome. It was just really awesome. And, and that's really it, you know, like that, I've been to other shows, you know, like I've, I went to, I've seen Paul McCartney and I've seen, wow. and I've also seen, you know, like Billy Joel and Elton John, but like, but what sticks out for me is like Andy Grammer and, and um, you know, like a FaceTime call with Gavin DeGray I had, you know, a couple weeks ago. Oh, cool. Like that's the oh, cool. Tell me all about that. Yeah, well, so Kevin Rudolph and I are really close friends now that we've, you know, finished Good Life. Um, he's essentially executive producing my record um, or my LP. And he's, he's a very sweet guy. He's... Um, you know, to himself, he does his own thing, but, you know, I must have struck a little heartstring there because he, I think he likes me. <laughs> so he, so he, uh, he and I hang out a lot. We enjoy going to, uh, to have lunch in the Bal Harbor shops in Miami, Florida, which is this outdoor, really, really, you know, calming, sort of like a mall um, with nice stores and nice restaurants and we just hang out there but one day um I, I had gotten some tattoo work done and i and i wasn't feeling well so he called me and he was he was like hey i'm at bell harbor you want to come hang and i was like i can't and then he just puts the phone and and it's gavin oh wow and they're just walking together in the mall and and I was like, just walking was, around at the mall. Yeah, with yeah. Like and and Gavin was on my Facetime. Like I was like that, and I was, and 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 it was crazy because, you know, he's. It doesn't matter how big he is to other people. He's like what Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber are to some people. He's like that, to me because like I just I remember, like so many moments in my life, you know, listening to Gavin like from you know in college, before college, you know. And, and to be able to be like, and I told him like, you're, you're the number one person in my bio that Aww. I refer to. Yeah. And he was just like very appreciative and, and it was very cool. It was just something that you can't buy that. And, and you know, and, and it was, I really, and I, I'm, I'm glad that, that Kevin felt comfortable, you know, on his own doing that. I'm, you know, so. That's a good friend. I've come a long way. That's from, a really good friend. Yeah. That's and, amazing. Yeah, so. I co-hosted, um, uh, previous podcast and uh, I got Weird Al to call in for 15 minutes uh, obviously I, I, I've been trying to get him in studio that's, right. that's my that's my life completion moment is to have him across from me wow. you know, in the studio 
which is a matter of when, not a matter of if. Let right. Me, let me tell you, I'm looking at everyone in the studio and eye to eye here. Um, but uh, uh, it will happen. But I got, I got 15 minutes. He called in. I had been going back and forth with his, with his manager for like a year. Wow. A year to get a phoner. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, uh, they, uh, he and his manager did the L.A. Comic Con. And he's never, to my knowledge, he hadn't done any conventions uh -huh. like that before. And uh, he showed up with Jay, and he was there. And I, I mean, I've met him a number of times over the years. He's the nicest guy you'd ever hope to meet, truly. I didn't have the, you know, 50 bucks or whatever it was to, like, go up. But I was dressed as, uh, as Jebediah, my, my Amish alter ego from, <laughs> from Amish Paradise, you know, repping the cause. And uh, so Jebediah just, you know, sort of uh, floating through and I sort of found my way up there and um, I told him straight out that I'd love to have him on the show and his manager said, you know, send me an email and then went back and forth for a year, finally made it happen. See? So. <laughs> Persistence pays Persistence, off. That's right. So eventually, eventually yeah. he'll be in here. Everyone's got to be a little bit of a pain in the ass in that's order right. to get it. Just, Absolutely. Just have to. You got to be shameless sometimes. A little it's bit. okay. It right. is okay. I've uh, I've got some really awesome. Like they'll let you know if it's harassment. <laughs> you know, like they're just gonna be like. They sure will. They sure will. So <laughs> until they like. If they want to send you a cease and desist, exactly. they will find your they address. They will let you know. So. Uh, but I've got some really awesome guests from just tweeting them. You know, or awesome. or uh, hit them, uh, dropping, sliding in those DMs on Instagram. You right. know, sometimes I mean, you you never know. You don't know unless you ask. Right. And I always ask. That's great. I love that. <laughs> Judah, thank you so much for joining me here. Absolutely. I really appreciate it. This Absolutely. went all too fast. Did um, it? Okay. I know you're you're uh, you're buzzing in and yes. buzzing right back out. How long are you going to be here in LA? We're going to be here till Friday. Okay. And uh, we have some meetings and. Um, you doing the other. whole media train? Yeah. Okay. And uh, you know, just um, we pop popping in and then out, but we'll be back before um, you know before too long. Awesome. You'll catch me at the Greek. Absolutely. Yeah. Six months. Right. Okay. I mean, wherever <laughs> it is, we'll make sure to get you your tickets. Oh, thank you very much. I greatly appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, before you head out, would you like to play a song for us? I'm going to play you my new single, All That I Got Tonight. Excellent. Sick and tired of waking up, strung out as fuck, I'm sober. Yeah, I'm sober I found a way to live again Without the stimulants, my friend I'm sober Yeah, I'm sober I'm feeling okay No clouds in my way Yeah, I'm headed straight The sun feels good through the window Hearing my song on the radio I'll be on top It's all that I want tonight My two of us looking all filled up My wife, my band, and my two pups I'll be on top It's all that I want tonight It's all that I got tonight Seeing you just 
crying for days It broke my heart to pieces But I'm stronger I could be your soldier And I'm feeling okay No clouds in my way Yeah, I'm headed straight The sun feels good through the window Hearing my song on the radio I'll be on top, it's all that I want tonight My two of us looking all filled up My wife, my band, and my two pups I'll be on top, it's all that I want tonight It's all that I got tonight It's all that I got tonight All the lies I told my friends Were honestly the worst of it But I'm sober Yeah, I'm sober The sun feels good through the window Hearing my song on the radio I'll be on top It's all that I want tonight My two of us looking all filled up my wife, my band, and my two pups I'll be on top It's all that I want tonight It's all that I got tonight You're all that I got tonight Wow, thank you so much Thank you my my soul feels a lot more rested. Great. After that. That's kind. That's kind. I appreciate that. Thank you again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is really fun. Cool. I hope to uh, hang, you know, at that rave sometime. And if not, got to keep I'm in ready, touch yeah. and go. Uh, uh, where can people find you? So so people can find me on Instagram at Judah Holiday, J U D A H. Holiday, H-O-L-I-D-A-Y. You can find me judaholiday.com as well. You know, it's, everything is at Judah Holiday. And um, I have a lot of new music coming out, uh, various, you know, acoustic videos and live performances, stuff like that. So there's going to be a lot more content coming your way. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thanks I for really having appreciate me. It. Absolutely. Cool. Remember, you can follow me, as always, across all the places at Devlin Wilder. That's D-E-V-L-I-N-W-I-L-D-E-R. And Faux Real at Faux Real Pod. That's F-A-U-X-R-E-A-L-P-O-D. That's it for this one. See you on the next one.